Welcome to Podcastus, North American History Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Roof. This is episode one, and it's going to be a short one, just us introducing ourselves. We're going to be focusing on North American history, mainly what is now Canada and the United States. I'm sure we'll touch on Mexico too, but that's going to be down the road. First off, I'll steal a line from Dan Carlin, creator of Hardcore History, and state that I'm not a historian. And since I've mentioned Mr. Carlin, I'll take a second to say thanks to him for his incredible podcast. He's who inspired me to try this. Like I said, I'm not a historian, but I love history, and I love storytelling, and I love trying to imagine what life was like in another time, and how the past still affects us today. I'm in my early 40s. I grew up in Ohio, I moved to New York City when I was 22, and now I live in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Now as I've gotten older, the way our history is talked about has changed. And I think it's mostly for the better. It's more inclusive, and it actually acknowledges that some terrible things have occurred in the past 500 years or so in North America. Growing up, I heard a version of North American history that sounded something like this. Columbus sealed the ocean blue in 1492, the pilgrims arrived at Plymouth Rock, were welcomed by the Native Americans with a Thanksgiving dinner, the English colony sprung up, the American Revolution began, George Washington emerged from somewhere to lead the Patriots to victory, and then bam, the United States was born. Then we jumped to the Civil War, delicately danced around the subject of slavery, we touched on World War I, World War II, we forgot about Korea, we mentioned Vietnam, and maybe had a few minutes of history that touched on the existence of Canada. Now the rest of the narrative was filled in with freedom and stories of important people from our history usually offered with little context as to why they did what they did. Now, I'm exaggerating a bit, but I'm guessing that more than a few of you out there were subjected to this same oversimplified tale, or some version similar to it. And at the root of this creation myth is the idea that North America was founded and set on its way almost solely by freedom-loving Christian Englishmen who were fleeing religious persecution in Europe. Now, in this version of history, Every other group of people that had any interaction with the stars of the show were treated as bit players, who contributed little to our story. But clearly, this wasn't the case. I mean, in the course of a day at work here in Nova Scotia, I work alongside men and women who are a great representation of the cast of characters whose forefathers made North American history. Now, first off, there's the local First Nations people, the Mi'kmaq, who for all intents and purposes have been here forever, over 10,000 years. And then there's those with a French background. They've got French names, and many still speak the language, but their families have been out of France for over 250 years. And we have African Canadians, many of whom arrived with the British as black loyalists after the American Revolution. And of course, there's the Scottish, the Irish, and the English, and the more recent immigrants from Asia, Eastern Europe, and the Middle East. It's taken all of these people, and many more, to create our history. So much history has to be ignored if we stick with the oversimplified Columbus sailed the ocean blue trope. But how should we talk about our past? Especially the stuff that's difficult to talk about. The stuff that makes you squirm in your chair. Now, I'll pause here and make it clear that I believe the U.S. and Canada are two of the greatest nations on the planet. There's certainly things that need to be improved on. But overall, I think it's a miracle that we've ended up where we are today. We're stable democracies where mass political violence is unheard of. And that's pretty rare on the planet Earth. Now, I'm hopeful that we're at a turning point where we can all step back collectively and take stock of where we are and honestly examine our past. Because our past, especially the shameful parts, things like slavery, segregation, bigotry, and horrendous labor practices, 
are still affecting people living today. We need more empathy in our society, more understanding. And I think empathy comes from looking at our past directly in the eye and talking about what really happened. And that's what I plan to do with this podcast. Now, not all of the episodes are going to be dark. But honestly, the dark chapters of our history are where some of the most incredible stories are found. Stories of bravery, leadership, and grit. Now, a lot of these stories aren't well known, because telling them requires a hard look in the mirror. Our first three episodes are a good example of this. They focus on the civil rights struggle in the U.S. More specifically, the freedom movement that took place in St. Augustine, Florida in 1963 and 1964. As you'll hear if you listen to this three-part series, things were really different in the 1960s, especially in the South. Most Americans have no comprehension of how bad things were and how far we've come as a nation. I know I didn't. But after doing all the research for these episodes, I've gained a new appreciation for what it took for change to occur in the 60s. And now I look at our current situation differently. You know, when I hear somebody say, things have never been as bad as they are right now, you know, you can't help but laugh. Because if you know the history of how bad things were in the 1960s, 2020 looks pretty good. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that things are still not perfect. And there's many things that need to change. But there's no comparison to the 1960s. Now, there's no reason that we can't all be inspired by stories like the civil rights movement of the 50s and 60s. We're all Americans or Canadians. And with the exception of a few elderly bigots who are still kicking around, none of us were there in the 1960s doing terrible things to peaceful protesters. So what's the point of continuing to avoid these difficult discussions? Now, before I wrap this up, I want to briefly touch on two popular and I think poor strategies that are often employed today when people talk about our history. I call them the label it and move on strategy and the get over it strategy. Now, I run across the label it and move on strategy a lot on social media. And it's usually being employed by well-meaning progressives. It addresses the fact that bad things have happened over the past 500 years. But instead of actually talking about what happened, why it happened, and who was involved, it slaps a label on the events and moves on. You know, hundreds of years of history are glossed over. And we're given short labels like genocide or slavery. And the labels are true. But so many stories and lessons are lost without context. To apply labels and throw aside the beginnings of North America's recorded history, is to ignore the incredible struggles of everyone involved, especially the Native and African Americans, whose stories are so often forgotten. I think the label it and move on routine is most unfair to the groups who survived the storms of slavery and colonialism, and also to the vast majority of our ancestors, of all races, who toiled in hellish work conditions, watched their children die of diseases we no longer think about, and still push forward. I'm going to try to bring some of these stories to life. The second strategy is the get over it strategy. And that's the idea that we all need to get over what happened in the past. To me, it's among the worst ways to look at history. It's what the loudmouth at the end of the bar spouts out when someone mentions slavery or racism. Unfortunately, it's also pretty close to what the North American history narrative's been based around for a long time. It pretends that we're all equal now, and that people are just making excuses when they talk about the great injustices that have occurred over the past 500 years. Now, I'm not claiming that every challenge every person faces is rooted in some evil from the past. But we're facing some very real challenges, especially racial and socioeconomic divisions, that can't be fully understood without looking to the past. There's millions of our fellow citizens who've had to face incredible challenges just to get by. Their stories and the stories of their ancestors deserve to be told, even if it makes those of us who've had an easier path in life feel uncomfortable. Get over it isn't a solution to our problems. 
Because in the end, if you tell somebody to get over it, you're really just telling them that you don't care. So we're going to try to tell it straight and have some fun doing it. Like I said earlier, the first three episodes are about the civil rights struggle in St. Augustine, where local African Americans, led by Dr. Robert Haling, battled their own neighbors, police, government, and the Ku Klux Klan in an attempt to tear down the institution of segregation. They were on their own for almost a year and suffered greatly. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. came to their aid in 1964, and the battle continued. The Klan was so dangerous that Dr. King was moved out of the city by the police after he was arrested because of fears he might be taken from the local jail and lynched by the Klan. It's an incredible story, and the fact that it took place only 14 years before I was born is pretty mind-blowing. Now, I'm not sure where this podcast will go in the future, but I'm going to try to turn something out every month. Please let me know what you think. Our website is podcastus.com, and we're on Twitter at RealPodcastus. Have a good day. Thanks for listening.